Hi, I'm Madeline, and you're listening to Little Asian Big World. This is my private journal, except it's not really that private anymore because I put it on the internet. This is the third time I've started this episode because my dog keeps barking, and if he just barks again, you're just going to have to deal with it because if I have to start over, I'm really, really going to be upset, and I might just, I don't know, disappear off the face of the planet and go rogue and not have anybody know where I am and live in a small cottage in Italy or something and just exist with some flowers and a dog. Maybe, you know, a little more quiet dog. So I can, I don't know. You know what I mean? Actually, I like a pretty vocal dog just so I can know your presence. But also, if it's nap time and it's quiet time, you gotta be able to chill out. And I feel like Rascal's really good at that. But, you know, he has his moments. Someone just walked in the door and he had to make his presence known. And it just so happened to be when I was recording. But that's fine. I guess. I don't know. I'm rambling. Today, I had online school and I did it at the house because on Wednesdays in my school district, everyone is virtual. And three of my very best friends in the world got to come do school with me today. And it was really, really fun because we obviously did our schoolwork, but we got to have a bunch of in-between moments where we got to goof off and be teenagers and do the things that we kind of are missing out on because of the school year and it's really really that's really helped me keep my spirits up and I really enjoyed it because I really like Wednesdays now because I get to see people I like seeing and my friends and I don't know it just really made me happy today I went to work nothing super extraordinary nothing super terrible happened I I don't know I got to see um, Aaron for a little bit. I called her, but she was driving, so obviously I had to go let her focus on that. She had people in the car. I didn't want her to, you know, wreck, so I'll call her later, but that was really good. I've gotten to see her lately. She has moved to college, and it's a little bit a ways away, not, you know, 10 minutes down the road, and obviously it's super, super good for her, and she needs to be there, and she knows that, but she does know that I miss her, but I got to see her the past couple of days, and I'm really excited because I've missed her. I think she's coming home this Friday. And so I'll get to see her then. And I'm super, super pumped about that. Lately, I've been thinking about college. Not only because Aaron's in college, but because I'm a junior now. Which is really weird to think about. And this time next year, I'll be applying to college. Which is absolutely crazy. And so, I don't know. All these big thoughts and plans about the future have been on my mind things about where to go to college, money, places that will fit me, my personality, places that have what I want to do. I don't think I've ever said what I want to do, but it changes all the time. But right now what has stuck the longest and the most and has had a really big impact on my life is speech pathology because of Mac and Miles. They have had years of intensive speech care and just observing it at home and helping out in the ways that I can has been really, really rewarding and actually very interesting to me. And I think it'd be something I'd be very interested in doing for a very long time. And at the moment, on August 26th, I am declaring that right now I want to go to college to be a speech pathologist. Now that may change tomorrow, next week, in a year, but 
right now that's what I've got decided and it's super crazy to me that I have to decide what I want to do for a really really long time if not the rest of my life by 18 19 um I don't really know why we have that expectation but we do and I could do an entire entry on it and I probably will because this just absolutely peeves me and many people my age and it's just super confusing and I don't know I think it'd just be really good to talk about because a big part of you know the podcast is letting people know that they're not alone and that their thoughts aren't aren't crazy and I guess that would be really good to talk about so maybe sometime we will but right now I've got some things planned I've also been thinking about the future like past college a lot and I don't know I want to go travel the world and be very very well versed in different cultures and places and people and that's just something really important to me that I want to do in my life because we only get to live one time on this earth with these people and I want to go see them and see what their lives are like because not every place is the same and it's really interesting to me different cultures and traditions and different things like that and I I don't know I've always just wanted to be well traveled but on the other side a well more simple expected domesticated life is appealing too you know like not to count that out there's nothing wrong with it it's just like I can have both but do I want both or you know do I just want to live alone for the rest of my life because that would be super easy or would I just you know want to have a shot at you know trying to you know do all the romantic stuff I've never been one to just chase after that kind of thing I have never really seen anybody that's you know been I don't know something I'm interested in I guess I'm acting like they're cattle or something but you you understand I just I've never that's never been my top priority never been boy crazy I um I don't know but when you think about the future it's just like where do you see yourself do you see yourself living in a cottage in Italy with flowers and some dogs in a field off the grid you know and you go into town on your bike or like a really old car and you're just living it up and you have a bunch of friends and you have like a book club and do all this other really fun stuff and you're well traveled or do you have a more so I guess American life that's just something I've been thinking about 50-50 things I don't really know where I see myself but I'm also 16 so things will obviously change a lot in life as I get closer but it's just interesting to me that I don't really even know my general area that I want to walk towards I don't know but I'm rambling about nothing but I wanted to update you a little bit on my life because you don't really hear as much from me and I wanted you to you know still keep up something else this is the last thing and I'll dive into what we're talking about is I don't really open up well emotionally I don't there are a lot of places I have theories where this comes from I'm obviously not a professional I have no studies I have no credentials nothing but I just I don't open up well emotionally 
and I guess that contributes to the romantic thing and also just my overwhelming need to be self self-sufficient and independent but again another <laughs> another talk for another day I just and that's been a big part of thinking about the future too obviously because of your more domesticated life and in my mind it's two extremes I live alone for the rest of my life or I'm you know married a couple kids we have a dog or two maybe a cat if I'm feeling good and you know we go to church every Sunday we do the thing we live in I don't know Charleston maybe I've always wanted to live in Charleston I just I love the area I love the feel of the place I don't know it's just I'm gonna live in Charleston before I die end of story but I don't know but until recently you know I haven't ever had the urge to be that the girl the boy crazy girl or just to like even look at something romantically because I love to run away and push everything away immediately and shut down every kind of emotion I have whether it's romantic or not and I just I push it away and deny it and tell my and detach I'm really good at detaching that's an issue but it's something I'm working on with help you know learning more about myself myself in Christ with my friends and having a good sense of community now that I've never really felt like I've had before and a lot of that comes from my lack of opening up and just being a friend because like one of my very 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 good friends mom says you have to be a friend to have friends and that's something I had to learn in my own way I think we all have to learn that in our own way but that's just something <coughs> rascal that I've thought about lately and it's not well I don't know I don't ever know if it's if I'm chasing someone for the attention that I really like because I like attention but you know I'm in control when you're giving me attention does that make sense so I hold you at arm's length and I just and I just control the situation or if it's out of genuine interest or if it's you know something else that's something I've been thinking about a lot. My friends can tell you that. Something I've been struggling with. And I can talk about a lot of this later. But it's something I want to talk about because of um, some a big, big chapter in my life. Just kind of realizing some things. But I have asked Jesus. I saw this TikTok. And it was like this girl just realized that she absolutely, if she was to be married and singleness wasn't for her that she asked Jesus to guard her heart and not for her to give it away and just be completely heartbroken in this cycle over and over again. And that's something I've personally asked Jesus to do for me. And I believe that he has and he will provide and be faithful when I ask because, you know, when you ask out of good intentions and out of expectation that he will do the best for you and all these other things, he will if you know it's meant to be because he wants to provide for us you know and it's like not it's not everything you ask he's not a genie but he brings certain things into your life to ask for a reason and this is something and I have had many little signs that he's keeping up his end of the bargain and I have to keep up mine but I just um 
I don't know why I wanted to talk about that, but I did, and that's where I am in my life. Uh, I don't know. It's just like, I feel emotions either like not at all completely detached, I am emotionless, I'm a robot, or I'm your very typical teenage girl and I'm sitting in my room crying, eating, eating ice cream and popsicles and popcorn with my best friends playing sad music, just trying to understand why my life is this way and what I need to do, you know? I guess it's just parting of, part of puberty and growing up and doing doing everything, I guess. But I wanted to talk to you today about Heather and specifically the trend. And I don't know, I write these descriptions out just to kind of get my mind going and to get the general direction of the podcast. And I wanted to read it to you because I don't really know a better way to explain what Heather is to those of you who aren't on TikTok and who don't really know what the trend is. In the movies, in songs, in art, in real life, there's always that it girl that everyone secretly longs to be. Conan Gray's latest hit, Heather, has Gen Z feeling extremely inadequate. With hundreds of thousands of TikToks being made about Heather, there's no way around feeling like the background character in a movie. Being part of Gen Z, I wanted to share I wanted to share how Heather has affected me and my friends. And so I've just talked to a couple good friends just been asking you know what this is and so heather is a trend it's a tiktok and so a trend is when a bunch of people make the same type of video to the same song or sound and it just blows up it's everywhere on your for you page and that's like your feed and i want to talk about the trend not the song i absolutely love the song aaron showed me the song before it blew up on tiktok and i love it i love sad music it hypes me up me and jake talk about it all the time we are weird it's we just listen to sad music to be hyped up and be happy and just kind of be in our zone i guess and i don't know this is just addressed to gen z tiktok so who is Heather in the song, right? It's the it girl, every girl and gay wants to be right. Some of the lyrics, I'm going to read them to you in a very weird way. I'm not going to sing it to you. This is going to sound weird and poetic. I'm just reading the lyrics to the song. But I watch your eyes as she walks by. What a sight for sore eyes, brighter than a blue sky. She's got you mesmerized while I die. So it's very... Why would you want me? Because you have her, right? She's absolutely perfect in every way. She is... Why would I even put myself in the shoes to compare? Why would I be an option, right? It's that mindset. And I completely get the artistry of the song and I love it because it's just like, I feel that way sometimes. You just see people and you're like, wow, I would date you, but they have a girlfriend already and she's gorgeous and she's super sweet and she loves people and she's super kind-hearted and she maybe she loves Jesus but at the end of the day she is just amazing and you're just like wow how do I compare right and I completely understand this song I'm not again I'm not hating on this because I love the song and I love to listen to it and I will sit in the car with my friends and we will scream this have the windows down and just you know relate wholeheartedly because you always have this idea of I'm not good enough no matter how 
worthy you think you are. Because at the end of the day, those little lies tend to slip in because you will pick yourself back up with the help of others and with the help of Christ and, you know, love surrounding you. But in order to know what the high is like, you have to have the lows. And it's not fun and it's not, you know, just more say like a rite of passage. It's just life. And it's something that I think all of us have struggled with, and that's why we all resonate with this song. It's just, and some more lyrics. I'm not even half as pretty. You gave her your sweater. It's just polyester, but you like her better. And that's super, super crazy to me because it's just, I'm a straight shooter, and this just, it's a straight shooting song. And the last line, a big part of the chorus is, I wish I were Heather. It's just like, yeah. That's how I feel, and it's really, really crazy. And Heather is subjective. It's just a name to the it girl, right? It's the Gen Z it girl, basically, at the end of the day. And Heather is subjective. To you, uh, Sally Jo over here might be Heather, but to um, Tommy, Sammy T might be Heather, right? And so it's really hard to distinguish And then later, as you kind of pay more attention and you get in this really negative mindset of not being enough and let these kind of thoughts overtake you, which I'm sure Mr. Conan Gray got to to write this song, you know, it's a really negative place to be and it's really overwhelming because it just kind of takes over every part of you. And I've experienced it, like I've said, I relate to it. I know some friends who have had some similar thoughts, and it's easy to just say, no, 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 you're better than that, but if you have these thoughts all the time and they're overtaking you and you just kind of start to believe it, you need more than that, you know, you need to be shown that you're worth it, and you need the community around you and the people that you have who are in your life to just kind of help show it because actions really do speak louder than words and I hope I'm not going in too much of a circle here but it's just like you know there could be limitless Heathers and Heather in my mind is a mindset because you determine your own worth in your mind so if you think that you're worth a million bucks you're gonna act like you're a million bucks If you think that you are lower than the dirt on the ground, then you're absolutely going to treat yourself like that and it's going to show it to other people and then they're going to start gearing their actions and thoughts and just everything in that direction, whether it's consciously or subconsciously, you know. I'm a firm believer that the energy and the effort that you put out is what you get back and then you kind of get the people that can take it, the people that can help you. you. You know, it's all a very big thing. It's just like we are taken care of and we're given the people around us that's to help us. And that's something that I'm realizing and I'm really thankful for because as as I look back and I just kind of thought for a long time, you know, I had these exact thoughts. I keep saying that over and over again, but that's why I wanted to talk about this because it resonates so deeply with me, I guess. But I've been given, you know, a different mindset and confidence and community and just friends around me that love me and 
they've helped show me, I guess, that I am worth it. And I know that he will do that for you too if you just talk to him about it wholeheartedly and surrender. Because there's a difference in just talking and just flippantly admitting that you feel alone and worthless and wishing that you were, you know, like Heather, and actually just saying, hey, my worth isn't found in needing a relationship or being 120 pounds or being super fit or having super full lips or being you know, a certain skin tone or, you know, being somebody else that, you know, you're perfect the way you are and that you will be loved for who you were made to be and who you are going to grow to be and who you're going to be now. And that's something super, super important that I think I should share. I, I am a very negative person. And part of me getting a new positive mindset is, again, my podcast and uplifting others, the 20 of you that listen to this, and I'm really, really thankful for you. And I don't tell you enough, I think I've said that in the past, like, four entries, but I completely wholeheartedly mean it. Because if I can just be a vessel, right, and let his words come through me because his words matter and mine don't. I pray every time before I speak that he will speak through me and that my my words will not be spoken, that his words will be because that's what matters. Not, you know, me just flippantly in, in giving you empty compliments and uplifting you from a selfish place, but from, you know, a Christ-like place and that's something... That I'm trying to do and it's not only helped me but if I can just you know uplift you and, and let you feel like you're not sitting in your car or your bedroom alone and like the world is on your shoulders and you just want to crawl up in a ball and just you know lay in the floor and let no one ever hear from you again that there's some hope then my job is done and I'm really thankful for it a big thing with, you know, Heather is it hits for Gen C. It's like we've given the girl a name. It's It hits the girls, you know, like I said earlier. It makes me want to roll down the windows, go 70 down the interstate, scream this with some of my very closest friends in the car and the girls and just, you know, be vulnerable for a minute. And just kind of cry a little bit. It's fantastic. Amazing song for, you know, sad girl hours. But it affects guys too. And I don't want to throw y'all out of the equation under the bus. Because, you know, it may not be in the same way. But it affects you somehow. Because, not personally speaking, because I'm not a guy. But I just feel like... There can't be a song like this that resonates so deeply with me that it only resonates with me because I'm a girl. 
you know? And I don't know the way specifically that this will affect you, whether you're a girl or a guy, but I do know, and I want all of you to know that you're not alone, and if this affects you, that's okay, and if you need to go sit in the car by yourself and crank this up to like 30 and cry, or, you know, lay in the bathtub and just have a nice bath, because guys can take baths too, by the way, and just kind of like be there and just kind of soak it in, absolutely do that, because you never really know how affected this is you are by things like this until you know you hear a very very vivid and straight to the point um you know what's it called i don't know but representation i guess uh response no i don't know something like that of it and you're just like wow <laughs> That's me. Someone else took the words that I couldn't put together and they put them in a song and I'm sitting here listening to it wanting to cry. And you never really know how deeply it affects you. So if it affects you, feel free to feel all those emotions and they're valid. Don't let them take you over, but let them happen and understand that they need to happen sometimes. And I, this isn't to discredit sad feelings. It's to discredit this sort of negative mindset and cycle that's kind of been put around Heather, so to say. And that's something I really, really wanted to talk about. This song is really, really powerful and relatable, and you just mix that with very, a very mentally conscious and mentally ill and obsessive generation, and you just kind of don't get anything that's, you know, super uplifting or good. And I just wanted to be like, it's okay to be sad but also don't obsess over it. You know, I'm going to step away because I think I'm walking in circles. Now, there are some absolute positives to the song, the trend, whatever. I've already spoken on the song, but the trend in particular, it just kind of puts an emphasis on the idea that nobody's perfect. And to me, I'm going to put that as a positive because it's really comforting for me to realize that I'm not out of place because I'm not exactly 120 pounds every hour of the day or you know I'm not five seven with super long legs and I have really really pretty hair and my eyes are just amazingly beautiful and the shape isn't fantastic and I have eyebrows that's something I struggle with eyebrows because only half of my eyebrows grow and I have to fill in the, the rest if I you know want to look like I don't have unfinished check marks on my face you know, superficial things only a teenage girl would worry about. I take that back. That anybody would worry about because we're all conscious and self-conscious about our appearance. If you're not, then kudos to you. Teach me your ways. But it's just really comforting to know that not everybody's perfect and that it's okay to be a little bit messed up. I know that's really weird to say it, but, you know, we are made in his image, but we're also not made, we're not perfect here on this earth, because there's sorrow and sadness and tears and mistakes and sin and all that other stuff, so it's really comforting to know that you're not alone. Community is something that I'm learning about, and I want to preach about, because it's been a really big impact on my life, and he's done a lot. For me and with me through community and with community and learning to accept 
people. People have turned all this kind of negative into something super positive and supportive. I've seen a lot of good things come from this trend, a lot of uplifting things, and I hope that you have too. I don't really want to dive into it because that, I feel like it's something you need to experience for yourself. If you have TikTok or you know you can Google it, I'm sure they're all on YouTube, but I don't want to discredit those people but because that's a really big thing and I really, really enjoy seeing that and seeing people be positive and take something and turn it on its head. It leads people to a song so that they can enjoy it. TikTok is really good for music taste. It's really opened up mine. I've gotten a lot of my favorite songs recently from TikTok and so it's just a really good way for people to, you know, find something that they can relate to and sit in the bathtub or in the car with their friends or do whatever they need to do to validate their feelings. It, um, it helps with people expressing their feelings to help others like I'm doing now. You know, people can relate and they can talk about it and they can share the song and they can share the trend and be like, hey, this is how I'm feeling and you're not alone. Like with the point earlier of not everybody being perfect, that wouldn't have happened if we wouldn't have had, you know, the trend, the song, this generation, this platform, whatever. You know, it's just, we have to express our feelings sometimes to a vent, to a place and to a people that understand. We have to validate what we're feeling because if not, we're just going to be stuck in this cycle of numbness and not understanding and not growing and just kind of not even being a person, just being a robot. And that's not something we ever need to do because it's super draining to be there and super just boring and awful so those are some really really good things that I'm thankful for that the song has personally done for me and some of my friends that I've reached out to and I hope that maybe some of them have happened to you and if there are more that I didn't touch on um they're valid too I've said the word valid like seven times I have a terrible habit of saying the same word 14,000 times in like 20 minutes I just kind of grasp onto it I need to work on that but what some of the negatives are the obvious you don't feel like you're enough you know you don't feel like you're good enough you're pretty enough you're tall enough you're white enough you're christian enough you don't feel like you're worthy of being accepted and this is something i've preached on 17,000 times but it can't be said enough you know we feel that way sometimes and it's okay to feel that way as long as we realize that there's hope at the end of the tunnel there's light and um there's more to life than just this moment of dull negative numbness that just sucks you in and makes you want to crawl up in a ball and die and i don't know that's just something it makes us feel like we're not enough to please someone that we have to please someone uh she or he is more worthy of her or him that's a really really big thing it's like I'm not enough for him or her but you are it may not be that you're the perfect fit and that that's what you need to do or who you need to be with for a very long time for the rest of your life maybe he or she's a lesson you know not everybody's meant to be forever but 
You don't have to please somebody to be worthy of anything. And you are always enough to please somebody. You may have to grow and you may have to take a moment for yourself, but you're still enough. And that's something I wanted to say. It makes romance the purpose of our lives. The purpose of our lives is to declare his word and to further his kingdom, not to live a rom-com life and have a coming-of-age movie and then move on later to a really bad rom-com or like a Pride and Prejudice moment. You know, to me, that's just kind of like the ultimate romance. I love Pride and Prejudice. I think it's really cool. I love more so older pieces, I guess. It's not like it's your modern-day Julia Roberts, Jennifer Aniston kind of you know, Christmas, oh wait, I met him at the gas station or the train, and I'm in love with him now, after seeing him for four seconds. I don't know. That's just something I've always really enjoyed, that older type of living, those older types of standards when it comes to things like relationships and life in general. That's something I've always strived, I guess, to implement in my, in my life because I don't really like where we are now with relationships and in general, friendships, romantic relationships, family-oriented things. I don't really like that, except for, you know, women having the independence to make to own their own things and make their own wages. I do really enjoy that. Don't take me wrong. But, you know, just the idea of chivalry, I guess. But that's not the purpose of our lives. You know, if that's meant for you, and it's meant for later on down the line. It'll happen when it needs to happen. And you will be and you will be blessed through your faithfulness and your obedience. But you shouldn't strive every day to wake up and say, I'm going to wear a winged eyeliner or I'm going to work out today because maybe that would make someone like me and then I'll be fulfilled because someone wants to be with me. That's not that's not it. We think we have to please someone to have a shot of being accepted and enough. That's just the end of the statement because a lot of us have trouble with finding our self-worth in ourselves and in Christ and not in other people. I know a lot of girls struggle with that because of this idea. I guess it's been preached upon us that we have to have a guy to be happy. We have to be in a relationship and we have to, you know, have that title beside our name she is dating Ryan or Devin or um, Thomas, you know. Those are all names we were going to name Colin and Katie's cars. So that's where those came from. This is not in any reference to anybody. None of my names are. They're just kind of like off the top of my head. And if there's somebody that I know, like in my town and you listen to this, I'm really sorry, it's not directed to you, but your name just kind of came into my head. Just thought I should clear that up, because I've said some people's names before, and I'm not meaning to target you, and I don't think I've ever clarified why. But another thing is it just, it puts an extra emphasis on my imperfections, right? You know, I'm not... Again, 5'7", I don't have super long legs, my eyes are kind of tiny... Uh, I'm a tiny person. I'm really loud and annoying. Da 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 da. But it it doesn't really help me grow. It puts an extra, excuse me, negative, very uh, degrading 
emphasis on all the things that are not perfect about me. And we aren't made to be, you know, all divine and perfect because if we were, we wouldn't need a God, right? We wouldn't need Christ. We wouldn't have needed him to come die for our sins and become our sins and to be everything, right? So I just, it glorifies bad self-image. It just kind of makes it okay to hate yourself, I feel like. And that's not okay. Because then that puts us in a cycle of people taking advantage of us. Because, like I said, that energy that you put out, you will receive. You will receive a, a pairing energy or that same type of energy. And I feel like that's a lot of times where abuse comes in. A lot of self-doubt and bad self-image and just negativity and overwhelming self-hatred. That's where a lot of abuse comes in from other people, from ourselves. It creates lies for attention. I have seen a lot of people lie about being the Heather or lie about, you know, just hating themselves to be cool. So they can get a bunch of likes and views and people can sympathize with them. And if I just, I feel like we should let the people who are really struggling have a voice and not be worried about being called out for being an attention seeker or for being called out for just, you know, doing this just because. I think, I feel like we should always listen and, but we listen to the wrong people sometimes. And I've noticed that we like to listen to, you know, what comes up first, the most flashy, the most, the people who need the most help, who need the most fixing. When in reality, we aren't the we aren't the ones who need to do the fixing. What we need to do is plant that seed of Christ, because that's when the most purest bricks of self worth will build up your wall of self confidence and self worth and self love and love from a genuine, wholesome place, the place of what is true love. And I've convinced myself that true love is doing anything for the people you love without expectation of payment back or any type of reward whether it's verbal or you know physical or anything like that um whether it's in a romantic or platonic sense that's what I define love to be and if you disagree you disagree but that's what I think it is it compares me to an unidentifiable perfect perfect on earth isn't real you know, it's like, well, maybe I need to do this. I need to change my hair. I need to change my clothes. I need to do something different. I need to act different. I need to, I need to think different. I need to be different to be perfect. So then I can be, you know, Heather and I can be loved. But love comes from, should come, true love comes from a pure place and love doesn't fail despite the faults that you see in yourself or you know the faults that you truly do have like I am not the most compassionate person in the world yet people the people around me still love me and they stay around despite you know my lack of compassion or empathy sometimes you know and that's something that's really really cool to me 
it makes me feel like I can't do enough to achieve being Heather. It's like Heather is just, I can't ever be her because she's unattainable, right? She, he, it's just like, wow, why do I think I could ever achieve that type of perfect? Why do I think I could even compare myself or think I have a shot to be her? Why would anybody actually want me? Even if I did all of the things, it's like I can't even measure up. And you're right, you can't measure up because like I said, perfect isn't real, not on earth. But what you can be is yourself and you can grow and change and be willing to be open-minded and take a minute to pause and be still and that's how you grow. And you, that's when you become more perfect because perfect isn't one set thing. Perfect is, again, subjective to every different person. So you can date or you can be around certain friends and you're going to change yourself because they're going to like something different than your ex or your ex-friends, right? Perfect isn't real. Not on earth. Not in a person, right? It just kind of makes me feel like I have to change for the benefit of others and not myself, right? You, you change so that they like you better. You change so that they'll accept you or they'll be comfortable or that you'll be comfortable because they're comfortable or you know it's okay to serve and to give because that's how some people love but it's not okay to completely change yourself and your morals and everything you do and say and just so that somebody else likes you and they're comfortable and they quote-unquote accept you but if they can't accept you for being you know what you really are, who you really are, this sounds super cliche, but it's true, then they don't really love you. They don't like you. They only like um, the power that they have over you to change. That's what they like. They like feeling superior because they make you feel inferior enough that you have to be different than something that you actually want to be and how you are. It just release, it's releasing negative feelings in a negative way. It's okay to release those negative feelings. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to not be okay all the time. It's okay to cry. And that's something I'm working on. But it just doesn't do it in the right way. There's a better way. Approach these negative feelings in a positive light. In a light where there is actual light and you're not just sitting in the dark wanting to die. And you know that sounds super negative and super blunt, but it's just like you really want to die. You really just want to shut the world out and never see anybody again and never have to deal with any anything again. And if you just passed away at that moment, you wouldn't be super mad. At what in, But it's not that these feelings are invalid or small or not worth, you know, taking a moment over. It's just like there are more things in life that matter, right? This moment of sadness isn't isn't the end of it. This moment of feeling inferior and inadequate and like you're the absolute worst thing that's ever walked this earth. There's more to that. There's something past that, okay? There is a light at the end of the tunnel. There is hope at the end of the day. And those of you who remain in hopelessness and in complete just like utter darkness and, you know, in a hole, I, I'm going to pray for you. And 
you know, think about you and just kind of send these positive, very loving vibes in your way because I just want you to know that there's more. And whether you see it or not, and whether it's character development or whatever it is, there's more. And there are people, and there will be people who love you and support you and want to be around you for being weird and quirky or just very simple and plain or very extraordinary and out there and doing everything you can do, right? There are people out there for you and you're loved and you're accepted and that's just kind of what this whole podcast, this entry is about. You know, I didn't really want to go into this with a negative thought because I want to address the negative and I want to address the positive. I want to take every aspect in, but I don't want this to be super negative and degrading and just feeling like you want to just, if you're in your car, just hit the car beside you coming up the opposite way so you're gone or you run off the side of the road. It's just, you know, I don't want that to be the mindset or the feeling of this. I want this to be like, I understand you. And I hope that I've come across as that and that's something I worry about. And, um... I feel like it's important for me to address that so that you kind of know where I'm coming from because I want this to be a very personal thing. I'm not really good at making this really professional and, you know, planned out. Um, that's just not how I roll. I'm very, on the spur of the moment, a straight shooter off the top of my head. And that's, I hope this is, reflects that because that's how I want this to be because sometimes, again, that's where some of the best moments come and yes I do try to um you know plan things out to the best of my abilities but I don't know are there more trends like Heather that's a really big thing I was thinking about and yes there are Heather is not just a one-time thing there are many exceptions it's just like not every trend is the same there are many little differences that make it its own that's why you know it is a trend But with that said, I just want you to remember the things I've said about, you know, this specific one. Remember that it's, that it's just something on a screen. And that, yes, at the end of the day, these people may be, you know, sharing their emotions and trying to uplift you. And you obviously can very much relate to them. But at the end of the day don't let it affect you so much that it affects your mental health in such a terrible way. At the end of the day, it's just something on a screen. And if it's affecting you really, really badly, really intensely, like in an overwhelming way, talk to somebody. I promise you, you do have community and it may be in the places where you aren't looking, but you do. Okay. So feel free to reach out to somebody. If it's me, reach out to me. I'll talk to you, you know, because It's important to talk to people. Isolation isn't good. I think we all learned that because of COVID. I think we were all just kind of driven up a wall. Yes, some of us like to be alone and have our alone time. But at the end of the day, we like to see people every once in a while and talk to them. And I feel like this is affecting our youth too, like our younger youth, like the kids that are coming up. I've seen eight-year-olds with phones better than me and they have all the social media and um it's just not very uplifting to them and i don't think that they understand it fully and um i I don't know i'm not a professional i'm not anything but i just 
I want us to be mindful of how this is going to affect those people too. And so it's important to put these things out and understand that it's okay to be sad and to relate to these things, but also we need to show them that there is more, that there's hope, and that at the end of the day, it's not, this isn't the end of, you know, something, their lives. And it's just like, what do you do when you feel inadequate? What do I do personally? I talk to my friends. I talk to my mom or the people that I feel comfortable talking to. I talk to Jesus because it's, he very much loves us. He is love himself. So I think it's really important for me to get some positive light shed on that from the ultimate source of love and light and positivity and hope and faith and you know all the really good things and through that he will present a more I dare I say physical uplifting like a sign or comfort through a verse comfort through friends and and through tiktok he uses tiktok I promise he does he's used it a lot for me I don't know just when you feel inadequate, it's okay to reach out, and that's something I want you to know. Thank you so very much for listening in. It means the absolute world to me. I know this was a bit of, you know, just a tangent, but what? which one of these aren't, you know? Please make sure to check out all the podcast socials in the description, and if you like what you hear, leave a review or a rating. Those help me out a lot. Let me know what you liked or disliked or what should be improved on. You know, I'm 16. There's a lot to do and a lot of growing. I love you all, and you'll be hearing from me soon. And something else, I am doing video podcasts. It's just coming together a little bit more slowly than I thought, but it will be coming better later than ever. I love you all, and you'll be hearing from me soon. Bye.